Welcome to the Triathlon ACT podcast, where you'll find out all the latest news, events, results, and backstory of all things triathlon. You'll also hear from the incredible people who bring triathlon in the heart of the nation's capital to life. And now your hosts, all the way from Canberra, Australia, Craig Johns and Emily Stacey. Welcome to the Active CEO podcast. My name is Craig Johns, Executive Director of Triathlon ACT, and I've got the beautiful Emily Stacey, the Sport Development Manager, with me today. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Beautiful. I like that. Excellent. Not like, stage, so. <laughs> Not like the weather outside. It was nice to get some rain yesterday, but it's a little bit cloudy today. So um, I hope everyone out there is enjoying staying safe at home for most of you and you are exercising sensibly at this time. So Emily, a few things have changed since last week around how, you know, with regards to public gatherings, um, can you want, do you want to give us a bit of an update there? Yeah, I can expand on that one. So public gatherings ex- uh, have been reduced to a maximum of two people. So that excludes household members. So I'm okay to go outside with my family with the five of us, but if you're meeting someone um, for a socially distanced run, um, you there can only be one other person, you and one other. So that's a bit different from last time. Um, and, yeah, staying home unless shopping for essentials, receiving medical care or exercising, thankfully, is still on that list of what you're allowed to do outside of your house. Yeah, excellent. And so just remember, team, it's all around physical distancing. We still want you socializing because that's good for your mental health. And uh, this is a great time to be communicating uh, with people as well. So just the physical distancing there. Now, we've been talking with our our friends at Pedal Power and they've come up with a great initiative around the when you're cycling in areas where there might be a lot of public and, and different riders out there, because we know lots of people are trying to stay active at the moment. So Emily, what, what are the messages they're sending through uh, at the moment? Yeah, so the photo that they made up um, was of the lake. So going around the lakes clockwise is COVID-wise, which I thought was very clever. But if you are doing loops of any of the lakes around Canberra, moving around those lakes in a clockwise direction, um, I think that applies for walking, running and cycling and always, and I think they mentioned this as well, like staying to the left as well. So clockwise direction around the lakes, staying to the left and overtaking as you need. Yeah, and that's it's really poignant advice there and just looking after each other, you know, like if we're all going in the same direction, it's much easier to pass and ensure that we are, are sticking to the the distancing rules that are currently in place and that we can protect each other as well. So keep ourselves nice and healthy and safe out there. And, um, you know, we'd love to hear how you are coping working at home. For those that don't normally work at home, what is life like working at home with your children or family or flatmates or or your cats or your dogs, whoever you've got there, what is it like? So for Emily, what's it like for you? What are you finding so far? Um, I'm actually finding it really tricky. So yesterday I went into the kitchen and thought, yep, I'll have a, have a quick break, have a drink, and um, noticed that Griff was working on some maths and just kind of put my eye over and see what he's doing and he's just writing numbers, like random numbers on the page. So my my short break of, you know, two minutes to get a drink turned out to be like half an hour, 40 minutes of a maths lesson. So that's a little bit different, but um, I've also – I've started doing this thing um 
that I'm working on my laptop and it's not plugged in, charging all the time. And when it runs out of power, I'm plugging it in, but then using that time to have a quick break and doing a little ab workout from the Les Mills On Demand um, just to make sure I'm having consistent breaks through the day, which helps me. Turns out I have uh, the attention span of the gold fish so, yeah. <laughs> the, the average goldfish is is uh, only eight seconds <laughs> i know i know <laughs> so, so what's interesting what i find is you know and i work at home a couple of days a week normally anyway but working full-time at home is quite interesting where you tend to end up in the kitchen quite often and you end up snacking a little bit more than you should so what's really important and i've using this strategy to really good use and it's something that i use with people I talk to is, if you feel hungry, drink water first. So have a glass of water, wait 15 minutes, and then see if you're still hungry. And if you are still hungry, try and go for things that are plant-based, that are healthy, rather than diving into the snacks, etc. So if you wanna be productive and higher performing in the work that you're doing at home, or being more present with your family, then make sure you take a glass of water first, and actually find out whether you're thirsty or hungry, especially during winter when you're less likely to keep drinking. So make sure you keep those fluids up, team. Now, what's important during this time is that we look after ourselves mentally. Um, we're all going through different challenges. Uh, the What is happening at the moment is affecting people in different ways. There are some sectors that are thriving. There are some sectors that are continuing in a similar fashion. And then there are other areas where people, you know, unfortunately may have to close their business or reduce staff and so you know it's a really challenging time to get through but for everyone the, the way we're having to think and our emotions are, are moving at different states right now than they normally do so we've uh, arranged someone to come in and help give a webinar around the uh, for this in the community around mental strength so Emily do you want to just give a, a quick update what's happening there and uh, before we put our, our guest speaker on the line. Yeah, so um, it was a, a, an idea uh, through uh, uh, talking with a, a couple of the, the clubs and it's something that they wanted to do um, to provide for all um, triathlon ACT members um, was to get Gary Mills in to talk about mental strength training and ways that we can you know, like train ourselves or retrain ourselves to cope with our current changes in environment and our routines and stuff like that. So um, very generous support of Bilbies and females in training and triathlete coaching to get that off the ground. And, um, yeah, it's exciting that the webinar has been uh, sent out to all triathlon ACT members. So check your emails because uh, it's there and uh, give it a give it a watch or give it a listen and um I'd love to hear your thoughts about what you think of the of the webinar and if the, the little tasks and stuff that Gary gives us to do, um, whether they're helpful for you. I found them great. And, yeah, I hope you enjoy that. Yeah, brilliant. And, you know, what's really important to remember is a lot of the mental strength skills that you require right now are things that you already develop as an athlete. They are things that your coping strategies that you put in place as an athlete uh, when you're out both training and competing as well. So there'll be some great insights and some great connect connectivity between what you're experiencing in your life right now 
um, to what you actually go through in triathlon. So a great session, so keep an eye out for that. So stay tuned, because we're about to bring on Gary Mills to talk about mental strength and what's happening in the webinar. So this week's guest is Gary Mills, and Gary is a, he works in the leadership performance space and talks a lot around mental strength, mental um, health and resilience, and, and how that can help you in the workplace, but not only in the workplace, how that can help you in your own life, and I know you're working with a couple of athletes as well, so Gary, welcome to the show. G'day, Craig, and uh, hello everybody out there, um, it's great to be with you. Yeah, so, you know, extremely um, interesting times at the moment. We've seen a lot of change. We've seen people um, deal with a lot of uncertainty. We're seeing people who are facing things that they've never seen before and are trying to figure out how they deal with it in, a, in what was quite a chaotic first couple of weeks and things are starting to settle down now. From a mental side of things, how what, what sort of things are going on in the brain when they're dealing with uncertainty and chaos and, and such drastic change? Yeah, that's a really good question, Craig. And look, 2020 is probably, we all want to hit the reset button uh, for that one with the fires and the floods and the um, clearly the, the virus going around at the moment. So, um, yeah, what a, what a lot of us are experiencing are things we, we haven't we haven't seen before. So that really tests, um, you know, the mental strategies and tools we have to, to cope with, with the, the change and the uncertainty and the fear at the end of the day that a lot of people are experiencing and, um, and clearly a lot of people are impacted by uh, financial stress as well as uh, their health and uh, not being able to see their family and friends. So uh, there's a lot going on and, and what happens uh, in the brain is uh, Dr. Steve Peters probably describes it best. He's a British uh, psychiatrist who's worked with a lot of elite uh, sports people and organisations is that he describes our emotional uh, response as the chimp brain. So, <clears throat> and what he means by that is um, our emotions get can get so far away from us, say they act up like a, a chimp out of control, you know, ripping your house apart and being the spoiled little brat as opposed to the, uh, the, the cuddly, friendly little chimp that might be, um, you know, sitting on our lap and giving us a cuddle. You know, you can picture the cute little chimp sitting there and... Um, you know, when our emotions get out of control, it, it affects our ability to actually use the other part of our brain or another part of our brain, which is the executive brain, which is where our decisions and, and logic and facts and our ability, abilities to manage our emotions, uh, that's, where, that's where that sits. And unfortunately, when, when the, uh, the chimp brain's out of control, it's very hard to, to do any of that uh, stuff we call common sense um, and having rationale behind our decisions. So that's why we see all the toilet paper being uh, picked up and all the crazy stuff going on at panic buying and those sorts of things. So um, mental strength is, is really important. Uh, they're important skills to have to be able to, um, to manage the chimp brain. Yeah. And, and so when we go into that, that phase of being in the chimp brain, you know, when that mm. occurs, what are, what is a, a like a, a really easy strategy that people can use to, to flip themselves out of that chimp brain back into the executive brain? Yeah, look, uh, the, the first like awareness is really important um, to know what's happening. And um, look, our, I, it's really important to know that our chimp brain is really, really uh, important to us as well because it's our survival instincts, it's our... Um, 
It's where our emotions come from. And, and when it's managed well, it, it's actually good for us. And when we're, our life is actually under threat, um, it's very useful to, to keep us safe and get us away from danger. But but when it's, when it's um, getting away from us and when we're feeling that fight-flight response, um, particularly when we don't really need it to the degree that we might when uh, something's trying to kill us or chase us or whatever. Um, we, we, the quickest way uh, I've found is to just uh, pause and breathe. I mean, those deep breaths that we talk about, the diaphragm breathing, the um, that really starts to slow down our heart rate. It starts to get more oxygen in. Um, we can bring some focus back because we, we, when I, I used to be in the police force and we used to put people through this training where they'd be so stressed that they could have all these, the tunnel vision and the the, uh, the, the, the fear coming through that you can't actually function well. So breathing is really, really important to bring your attention back to the present um, because the being back to the present is what's going to help us the most because when we bring ourselves back to the present moment, we realise, we start to realise that we're not actually under threat uh, of, of serious danger. We're not, you know, if you look at a triathlon, for instance, the peop- you know, there's plenty of people who get really um, worked up and anxious and, and feel really, the fear comes in before the start of a race. Um, and those body responses are what we've just been talking about. But really, your life's not under threat. You're just really, really anxious about the start of a race and what might happen. So bringing yourself back to the present helps you actually calm yourself down. Yeah, so just going back to something you pointed out at the beginning. So for those people that heard pause and not breathe, just it's not about pausing your breath. It's actually pausing no. and stopping what you're doing and making sure you are breathing deeply. You know, talking about emotions there. People, obviously, when you go through... Um, sudden change and uncertainty, chaos, um, loss, etc. You go through a range of emotions. So people would have been feeling certain emotions as a shock kind of set in, and then they may be going into some different emotions. Now, what happens as we adapt, and 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 is it okay to feel those emotions? Because some people might be sitting at home going, "I'm feeling really frustrated, and I can't think, and um, my brain's working overtime here," and they think they're alone by themselves. So. Can you give us a bit of a quick oversight of what's happening during those phases? Yeah, look, you make a very good point there, and it's really important to know that we are emotional. Um, you know, humans are emotional, so it's important to process those emotions and recognise that um, we're going to have these emotions. So um, the, what, what emotional intelligence and mental strength and, uh, and those skills give us is the ability to manage those emotions so we still feel it. Um, if we're feeling angry, uh, one of one of the one of the important strategies, um, or one useful strategy for for emotion, recognizing emotions, is when you feel angry, you actually say, "I'm angry." So you're actually naming it. So you're not sitting there going, "I don't know why I feel this way. I shouldn't feel like this." You just—it's an acknowledgement that I'm angry. That's okay. I'm sad. That's okay. So part of the emotions, and and it helps us manage the chimp brain, is to let those emotions out naturally and respectfully so when i say respectfully it doesn't mean you know letting out anger inappropriately around other people or taking it out on other people it's letting that process and and because if we bottle it up or we think i shouldn't be feeling this way um it it doesn't serve us any any, it doesn't serve us well and we don't actually get through that process of um 
recognising, letting the emotion happen and then moving on. Yeah, great advice. So in the morning when we wake up, what is what is a great way that we can set our intention for the for the day to help support our emotions? Yeah, look, I, I talk about, um, uh, I created this uh, little, quick little scale and, and steps to, to measure your mental strength. Um, so uh, we're not talking about mental health, we're talking about, you know, your mental strength, your level of uh, you've been able to manage your emotions, your pers- perseverance, your focus, commitment, um, whether you've got clear goals and your, your routine and schedule. So they're all things that help with our mental strength. But uh, what I do every morning is I wake up and um, and I just uh, get into a comfortable position. I take close my eyes and take a few deep breaths just to calm myself and, and sort of set myself and then uh, I just scan my body for for the emotions that are in my body how am I feeling in my gut my heart Um, this is not for pain this is more for um, you know how how are those emotions uh, going through my body and then um, just scan my thoughts what am I thinking how's my is it am I in a positive frame of mind am I sort of a bit flat and then I actually uh, rate myself one to ten or between one and ten so one for being i can you know pretty much can't get out of bed to ten that i'm on top of the world um give myself a rating and then you know if i'm a five or a six and i'm only got to get up and have break in that that might be okay i'm i'm doing all right if i'm a seven or eight hey i might not have to do much but if i'm a two or a three i know that there's things that i need to do that morning to bring my um level of you know, mental strength up to be able to um, perform well that day and um, I always do a, routine, a stretching routine in the morning um, because routine is really really important for us and I think that's a really good way to set your day up is to have a routine because when we get up and we don't have a plan and a routine and we don't get into that have that habit that's going to put us in a good frame of mind we sort of just bumble our way through the day and get lost in the in the business as usual yeah i like that strategy and and for the you know for you out there as athletes who are listening in today um this is it's a great thing to do this while you're out racing as well is to just check in do a bit of a self-awareness check when you're out there racing what emotions am i feeling right now and how's my body and how am i feeling so then you can actually cope with that a lot easier so gary you have uh, produced a webinar which is going to be available shortly for all the triathlon ACT members, and, and thank you, as we mentioned earlier in the show, to Bilby's Fit and T3C for making this happen. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what people can expect inside your webinar around mental strength? Yeah, look, thanks, Craig, and I'd like to thank uh, TC3, Bilby's and Fit2, and particularly Megan Hall and Emily, um, from ACT Triathlon or Triathlon ACT, they, they drove this to happen, and um, you know it was great to great to get this out to the uh, triathlon community. So thank you. Um, look, it, it's it's a combination of the things we've been talking about. Uh, I've I've included some uh, basic tools and strategies to to help people not only recognise you know the difference between the executive and chimp brain because I, I call it winning the battle in your brain and, and when we talk about the executive brain and the chimp brain, it's not physiologically or bio, uh, the biology doesn't mean we've got two different brains there. It means almost like we're two different people when one's 
running running the show. So um, if they're not working together, we can be quite different people. Um, so I talk about understanding that and recognising which brain's in charge and managing the chimp, um, ways we can improve our mental strength. Um, I, I go into a bit more detail around that mental strength uh, scoring tool that I just talked about. And then I, then I mentioned about the routines and the habits. You know, it's really important that we maintain those routines and habits because at the end of the day, we're all going to come out of the end of this. Um, we're all thrown, things are being thrown up in the air. Um, you know, life's, life's a bit of chaos. We're getting used to new routines, but at the same time, we need to keep those routines that have been serving us well. And if we can't keep them to the exact sequence that we've had them because our training regime or our work routines have been impacted, um, there's some tips in there on how to actually uh, build the new sequence into our routine so we're not changing everything. Um, and the other thing is it's staying connected. I mean, social connections and, and staying strong together in a community, triathlon community in our clubs as athletes, it's so, so important to keep that. Um, you know, we can't have the group coffees anymore, but it doesn't mean we can't sit on FaceTime or anything like that and, and see each other and have a coffee after our training session as though we were together. So um, I know some of my clients have been doing that and uh, that's been working quite well for them. And, um, yeah, look, at that that's probably the key takeaway is that we, we're going to be much better for coping with this as we, if we stick together and rather than trying to do it all on our own. Yeah, excellent. So keep an eye out on the Triathlon ACT social media and website for details um, and from your clubs as well around details on checking out that webinar, some great information and great things that you can do, some easy ways that you can do to help your mental strength. Uh, if people want to learn more about what you do, Gary, because um, you've got some great insights there and you do some fantastic things. If people want to learn more about what you do, where can they go online to check that out? Yeah, Craig, I've, I've got a website, GaryMillsCoach.com, and that's Gary with two R's. And I'm also on Instagram and uh, LinkedIn as well. I do, do quite a lot of work on Instagram, LinkedIn, a few tips. And, um, yeah, look, all my contact details are there, and I encourage anyone uh, to flick me an email or direct message me if they've got any questions or they want to get in touch. And, um, yeah, it's got some details of my services on the website as well, so... Um, yeah, obviously in line with um, the, the difficulties everyone's facing. Um, you know, I've got some pretty good deals at the moment on, on programs if people want to work on their mental strength or uh, leadership. Um, yeah, please get in touch. I'm happy to have a chat. Brilliant. And as they say, mental strength is not rocket science, it's brain science. So thank you very much for your time today, Gary. And we all look forward to the webinar coming out shortly. Great stuff. Thanks, Craig, for um, today and uh, for getting all this great stuff out to your, to the triathlon community. Emily, fascinating discussion there with Gary Mills. Uh, just the insights into what happens in our brains and the way that we can cope with adversity and uncertainty. Yeah, absolutely. You know, thank you, Gary, very much for putting that on. And thank you to, to T3C, Fit and Bilbies for... Um, for supporting that and providing it to all of our triathlon ACT members. That's awesome.
Yeah, great to see the, the clubs and the community coming together and collaborating there. So if anyone else has any other ideas or, or people that might be great to have um, produce a webinar or come onto our show and talk about things that can help us through these times, um, please drop us a note to admin at act.triathlon.org.au. If that was hard to pick up, then just drop into the Triathlon ACT website, go to the Contact Us page, and you can um, send us a, an email there. Um, we are working from home. If you do call, it should get redirected to us. Uh, otherwise, just send us an email and, if you, um, and just put a note in there if you'd like us to respond by email or phone, and we will give you a call back is probably the easiest way at present. So it's great to see everyone out there being safe, um, being respectful, and also being very sensible around how you're approaching uh, these very different times and a, a new different way of learning. So Emily, thank you very much for your time. I'll let you go back to being with your family and, and also doing some more work for triathlon ACT. No worries. And we'll see you again next week, perhaps a little bit earlier because we're having a bit of a break doing this earlier next week, Craig. Oh yes. Good Over idea because we've got week. Easter next weekend. So also known as my birthday. What? So, yeah. Good Friday is my birthday next week. So yeah, everyone, birthday messages on Facebook. More oh, we might have to get the vocal cords out, warmed up and sing happy birthday <laughs> for Emily next week. And she said, we'll see me. So we're probably going to have to do that one by Zoom or Teams so we can actually see each other and celebrate birth, uh, her birthday as well as doing the podcast. So thanks, everyone. Be safe, be kind, and we look forward to talking to you soon through the Triathlon ACT podcast airwaves. Bye-bye. Be a part of the Triathlon ACT community by visiting www.triathlonact.com.au. If you enjoyed this episode of the Triathlon ACT podcast, we encourage you to share it on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn and leave a review on your favourite podcast app. We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to contact Craig or Emily at director at act.triathlon.org.au with your feedback, questions and suggestions. Be sure to check out the next episode of the Triathlon ACT podcast.